I'm Amy, and you're listening to the Creativity Matters Podcast. Today on the Creativity Matters Podcast, looking back 15 years of the CMP. You're listening to the CMP, a Creativity Matters Podcast. Stories of creative journey and a reminder that creativity matters in whatever form it takes for you. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Creativity Matters Podcast. I'm Amy. And this is episode 447, and no big surprise, here we are, June 3, the eve of the anniversary date for the CMP. And if you heard the previous episode, you already know that, you know it's coming. I mentioned the montage show that I found when looking at old files. I was looking to see if I could find some of those favorite clips from the kids, I thought I would pull some of those in because I always loved those and there were a bunch of them. What I turned up instead was this little montage, one that I didn't realize existed. I know you don't believe these things, but it's true. I don't remember doing that. I don't remember those shows. And I listened to it after I put out that show. I knew it was too long for the show. It's about 14 minutes. So I pulled it up and listened to it the other day. And I was so charmed by it. I was. I was charmed by it. It was pretty nicely done, really. There's one reference that I think I heard three times. And the nitpicky part of me thought, oh, you should have caught that. You should have edited that. But otherwise... What an interesting thing I decided to do all those years ago. The seamless movement from clip to clip and the weaving together of shows. It's very, very, very cool. Now, maybe it's just cool to me, like looking through an old photo album, but I'm hoping you will also find it kind of interesting to hear because I am going to play it today. Little bite-sized pieces of the CMP of creative thought and the first 50 episodes all threaded together. A year in review, pretty nice, pretty nifty, pretty magical in its own way. One year. Could have been 15 of those. If the enthusiasm and optimism of year one had continued, there probably would have been one of those every year. Now that I've heard that year one montage totally wish that I had done it every year and that I had had the forethought to do it this year. It just wasn't in my head early enough that this was or could be a special date. I should have been more on top of it. But sometimes I think anniversaries, they're really only important to the people directly involved. Birthdays is kind of same thing. You could call it a birthday show, CMP turns 15. Maybe it's an anniversary of me starting the CMP, or maybe it is a birthday because the CMP is turning 15. And that's a lot. That's a lot. My kids are now 17 and 20, and the CMP is 15. And when I think about that in context altogether, that's pretty powerful. So I wish I had done a montage. 
kind of can't get the idea out of my head now, but I didn't. This is not a trick. There is no special montage from recent shows, although maybe we'll work on that. And right, a little podcast that was fledgling all those years ago sort of has the rustic, archaic feel of a pile of dinosaur bones now when you look at it in the landscape of podcasts. Podcasting was really new back then. And in looking at those old shows, I saw references to so many other podcasts that we were all doing something really different back then and really new and there were no rules. Definitely, the show probably looks like a pile of dinosaur bones. Because no, I don't do interviews. And no, it's not a news show. And no, it's not true crime. And no, there are no ads. And no, it's not a class. It's not a workshop. And no, I don't have fancy things. But 15 years later, this pile of bones of a show continues to hold space and to carve creative space and aims to inspire you to carve your own creative space and start sowing seeds there day by day, square by square, inchy by inchy, drawing by drawing, journal by journal, page by page, line by line, mark by mark. I hope that no matter how many shows you have listened to, you've found a nudge, a word of encouragement, a little note of resonance that has inspired you. I hope that somewhere along the way, you've heard something that made you think, made you rethink, or helped you change your perspective. I hope that the show has reminded you again and again and again that it is okay to take, claim, and inhabit your creative life, that creative routines and daily rituals are important and can be made to fit within even the smallest of spaces, and that creative routine can change your world for the better. Creative routine, your creative practices, they can make all the difference. So I woke up this morning thinking that I needed to set up my recorder and do a quick intro before starting work. It's been a year or a little more, of living on the couch and working from there and recording and making videos from a squeaky fold-up table that I feel has been around for decades. And it's all kind of worked out just fine. It's kind of nice in its own way. I brought my coffee over. I sat here for a minute and I thought, what do I say? What do I want to say? I don't have my thoughts all pulled together. What do I want to say? Part of me was like, you got to do it. You got to do it quick. Just say, oh, hello, happy anniversary. Here's a montage. But part of me thought, no, that is just not how I do things. But what do I want to say? And I thought, I don't really have time to craft the show, to really craft the show, to really bring the show out of whatever into something that I can hold in my hands, that I can hold forward and say, here that I can hold up and see like this little dragon egg glistening. I made this. And in this is so much. This holds this 15-year sequence, this series, this 15 years of words, creative thought, living, seeing, observing, drawing, reaching, 
and connecting and looking for balance, appreciating flow, tracking, wandering and wondering and cultivating whimsy, learning to understand gratitude, being open, keeping my eyes open, reminding myself to look, tracking light, grasping at the edges of memory. 15 years, it's all right here in this little dragon egg. That's what I want. I want to be able to hold that out and say, here, this is it. But I don't have time to craft that show. Not today. Not this morning. And I don't want to miss that date. I don't want to miss the date. Have to do it now so I can edit it tonight. So I can put it out there tomorrow. These things matter to me. They matter to me. It mattered to me. I waited too late, maybe, to realize that it was a date, that there was a date that I should notice. I don't always keep track of it in that way. I go show to show. Here's another show. Yes, I would like to have hit 450. Now that I know it is an important date, I wish it was episode 450. I do. I had been looking ahead thinking I would hit 450 around my birthday, and I might. So, I'm okay with that. I thought the last show said all the things, right? The last show said, this is an anniversary show. This is where I am. This is the in-between space in my head between this and that. This is where I am at 15 years. So I said all those things and I got some of them wrong, maybe. I wish I hadn't said some of the things or wish I had yanked out some of the things. That's the life of a podcast. So what's here now? What today? What goes in this intro? I checked to see when I released the montage clips. I had wondered about that. Was it a show? Was it in a show? And it turns out that it was episode 50, the birthday show for that year, 2007. And looking at the website notes for that show, I thought, hmm, I wonder what I said for other anniversaries. Although I haven't made a huge deal about every year, there is not a single June 4 that has passed that I have not realized privately that it was a birthday, that it was the anniversary of the CMP. Every single June, I think June 4. And then I think a month of self-portraits, or at least some self-portraits. And then I think birthday. So June, it is a thing. And June 4 is important to me. So I thought, I wonder what I said for those other anniversaries. And I scanned the show dates and discovered that episode 100 was perfectly timed for the second year birthday, 2008. So I dug around to find the actual notes for that show. And honestly, I could have recorded it today. I could just have redone that show on some level. The one thing that has been very clear to me in looking back is, I was so young, and I was a lot more positive and optimistic. I was. But I've gained some things in these years, too. I have. But I could have recorded that show. The layering of self through the years, it's powerful. It's uncanny. It's almost odd. Or maybe it is odd. I'm a big believer in personal voice. It's something I hold really close and 
reading notes from any of the shows from those early years, it's me. It's my voice. And the layering through time when I read those old words really washes over me. It brings to mind the beautiful book called Here by Richard McGuire. That show was episode 319, a show called Translucency. I remember it in my head as a favorite show and a favorite book. And I think it's a book that I need to see again, that I want to revisit. In the show notes from episode 446, I listed some shows to check out if you are new to the CMP or you want to dig back or revisit a show. I have lots of favorites, but some of them came up when I thought about it that day. And the Translucency episode was there because that book made such an impression on me and talking about that book made a real impression on me. Some of the most powerful shows in my head have centered around discovering certain books or sitting in a certain place. So there is a show that hinges on a book, but I was sitting in a certain place. I was down at the Presidio and I had just visited the Yoda Fountain and I recorded a show. Some of these things, they all go together and they stick with me. They have created these moments, these little encapsulated bubbles of creative thought and life and living. And they stand out for me. Lucky Penny stands out for me. A Penny show. Red Sun stands out for me. Lots of shows about graphic noveling, they stand out for me. Little bits and pieces that do rise to the surface for me. I may not remember every single word, but when I look at the episode titles, I sometimes get a whiff of them. Like I've rustled a pile and things have floated up into being. This Swirling kaleidoscope of glittering moments, glistening stars, rays of light, dried flowers, window views, camera shots, graphic novel panels, and philosophy all hovering there. Maybe not bubbles, maybe these little glass jars, each with a little kernel of a show. The essence of each show, maybe the essence I remember because I remember those pink leaves on the way to tea. I remember the panning for gold. I remember the wander. I could go on and on and on. If anything, this is the lesson of 15 years and the one I most often fail to remember for myself. But if I open a file, you give me a keyboard and you invite me in, I could go on and on and on. All of these words have to mean something, right? Some days they give me such hope. Open a file, give me a keyboard, and the words spill out. And some days they give me such hope. I realize the endless flow of words, and I wonder why this isn't the most important thing. The thing that gets all of my attention, all of my free time, all of my creative time. I wonder why that isn't the thing. That isn't how all of you know me, you know me maybe through seeing some art. 30 years ago, I thought that this person at a keyboard was me. I knew it was me and I thought it was my future. But the CMP is also about reaching, about bundling the glitter, the fog, the light, the stars and holding it out palm open. Like I said, here, here. Drawing has such a role. Now it has such a role in feeding and fueling the show, feeding and fueling the treasure chest of moments, 
feeding and fueling a creative life, reinforcing my own sense of routine, habit, balance, and flow, mindfulness, mindfully filling boxes, one of the most important lessons I have learned for myself in all these years. Being okay doing things that other people don't see as super important, but that give me balance, priceless. I don't know. It's all of it. It's a lot. There's so much that I could pull out right here. And one of the lessons of the 15 years is that there's never enough time to stop and really give everything all of the attention that you want. And I think that even if you gave it more time, you would always think there still wasn't enough time. I think some tasks are just that big or just that fluid. We always want more time. But making sure there's some time for the creative process, creative work, it's always been a big thing. So I will say that there is always magic afoot if you can open yourself to it. Or, as is often the case, if you can look for it. Magic won't always hit you over the head. And it isn't always hovering right there waiting for you to tap it. Sometimes you need to layer things, put three things side by side, and suddenly in the juxtaposition, there is magic. And sometimes you need to actively chip away at stone to unearth shards of light that remind you that the magic is there, that give you the sense, the little bit of glimmer and glow that, oh, there's something here to find. If you wait around for others to give you the magic, you may find the waiting is long. If you set out with keyboard or pen or ink or glue or markers and you work on chipping away at stone or at a blank page, even a little bit each day, you may find that the magic is there. Maybe it has been there. Maybe it just requires being open to it. Maybe it requires looking. Maybe it requires reaching. Maybe it requires that you create it. Maybe you have to create it. Magic matters. In looking at episode 100, there was the idea of 100 inches for the 100 shows of doing those graphic novel style to record the history of the CMP. Still a good idea. Certainly easier than sketch notes, just in terms of time. Just the titles would be fun. A grid of the titles and episode numbers. That could be very interesting. I can see myself doing it 100 inches. I can see myself working on that kind of project over time. It's not pressing. 500 shows. You know, I was on track for that this year at the beginning of this year, and and now I'm not on track for that. So it'll be a while. Who knows? Maybe it will coincide with a birthday a few years from now. I am going to push aside my temptation to read episode 100 to you or to replay it. And I can't just snap my fingers and create a montage today of the CMP since after the coffee cups year, that was an important reemergence for the CMP. I can't create that montage even for this year or even in the 50 before 50 year or even in the pandemic year. I wish I could. I wish it was that easy to just pull out those clips, just like we might pull out 12 or 30 or 15 or 100 or 400 
little pieces of art and say, here, look. Can't quite do it the same with the audio. I wish I could. I would like to hear that woven audio, really. All the fat trimmed away and just the pile of jewels woven together. So this montage that I'm going to play now is from the first year of the Creativity Matters podcast, which was then the Creative Mom podcast. This montage is from 2006 and 2007. It doesn't go in order. It is definitely a woven thing. It's not just a here's one to 50. But in it, it becomes its own thing. And I hope you enjoy it. A little bit of a flashback. So I hope you enjoy it. This is episode two, The World Around Us. I have an admitted weakness for Starbucks lemon scones. Mama? Hmm? How come the fish is in the grass? And time after time, those moments were somehow related to color. The Creative Mom Podcast, episode 32, A Year of Yes. I'm still sorting the show out. It's a balancing act, and it's evolving, and I think it will continue to change and grow a little bit with each new episode. This is episode 28. Do you hear the bell? And despite having a list of things I should have been doing, I watched, and I sat in the rocker, and I wiped brushes, and it was nice. I'm Amy, and this is episode 34, a memory proven. Someday, I'm sure, the boys will forget the fairies, but maybe not entirely. I love the dragons, Ma. They're amazing. I feel really stumped at how to get the right kind of pink. And this is episode 21, Paper People. The duck pond was simply and sheerly beautiful. You just need a set of 30 shipping tags and do something each day on one of those. And at the end, you'll have a little book that you can tie together or put on a ring and have a very different record, still a calendar, but a very different accounting for the days of that month. Shards of color and life and possibility falling everywhere, but not falling somewhere else. Falling right there in front of me. How about my finger paper? It is sort of nice in the big picture to see that his pins were in his special art case and the case template and paper was all in his green robot's treasure bag. Such little things, and yet they all go together to make a composite moment somehow. This is episode 35, The Fabric of Memory. The kids were drawing pictures of what they wanted to be when they grow up. And he did, indeed, draw a podcaster. I'm Amy, and this is episode 19, The Ants Come Marching. I'm giving him rainbow hair. I knew that if I gave myself even a bit of an open window, I probably would let the breeze blow right on in through the office, and I would end up skipping this week. So, today is my birthday. Do you want to know how old I am? Probably not. It's something I struggle with, how much of me to actually reveal in these shows, how much of me to put in here. 
although most of what you're hearing is me, I was able to wow him with the idea that ultimately the pencil or a crayon gets used all the way up and let yourself soak up the text and images and think and imagine and envision the box or binder or book of pages you might have six months or a year from now if you start creating your own visual record now. This is episode 40, Spilled Milk. I told my mom about the crayon on the wall and how I thought he was too old for that. She was quick to recount a story of me writing all over a brand new and apparently much loved white leather coat with a tube of, yes, bright red lipstick. Last weekend, I dug around in the basement, looking, searching, hunting for two canvases that I knew had to be down there somewhere. He was finishing up book 10 on New Year's Eve. And this is episode 10, The Rhythms of a Day. The challenge is to raise my boys into young men who will someday care to find, to track, to piece together, to stitch a narrative of words out of the many fragments. I made you a podcast card. I envy that malleability, that allegiance to the process itself, rather than the finished product. They're in colors. It's true. And this is episode 18, We Give. Little baby, don't say a word. Baba will buy you something good. This is episode 16. I'll take this, that, and one of those. I looked in the rearview mirror and said, He's an artist. If you have paint or marker on your hands, it means you're an artist. I'm still in this really strange space in this process of claiming my own skin somehow. We're ant spies. This is episode 20, All in the Family. And I love that he has bright orange cords, raspberry and Pepto-Bismol jeans, lime green, lemon yellow, and purple paisley chinos. I always feel a tug at my heart when I see Jack, who is missing one eye and always seems to be shirtless. What is it, Mama? What does it look like? I asked him. To a place? That's right. I'm a dragon? No, not a dragon. A tree being pulled down from two little boys on the side who are attaching a star. That meant that almost as soon as I'd sit down in the mornings with my stack of stuff, sketchbook, journal, pen, pencil, watercolor pencils, and my first cup of coffee, I'd hear him padding down the hall. Good morning, Mama. Hopefully, it's a ritual that will carry us many years into the future. Like a chubby, like a square wooden pencil with four elastic bands on the sides. And those little elastic bands hold maybe a dozen each colored pencil leads. Episode 23, Little Red Easel. We bought books to tear up in order to ensure you entered the world and your room, surrounded by the wonder and power of text. I went to a meeting of the Arts Committee at school the other night. Deconstructionist, 
Maybe a little cubist? For sure. But still, beautiful. His first preschool project. Do you see what I see? It was a little red pipe cleaner alien from a flying saucer. Episode 5. Varied Mediums. And while Jack lies mostly forgotten in a bin with numerous other stuffed toys and animals, someday Jack will move into a space on a shelf in one of my rooms. For to me, Jack is symbolic. Wow. A week's gone by already. Birthdays for me are really philosophical, really introspective times. The snapping mouth looks a bit like a triangulated head. Episode 3, A Layered Approach. He said he'd drawn all four of us and the two fish. My first question was, did we have on clothes? No, you're naked. This is Episode 2, The World Around Us. So they painted. And I sat. Episode 39, The Middle A. Amazing, Mama. A pure punch of color along a rocky roadside. Completely unexpected. Completely breathtaking. I think of it in my head as my podcast sweater. I imagine it being finished and me pulling it on when I get up at the crack of dawn on Fridays to record my show. I see their hands on the books, gently turning pages, wondering over the words, over the stories, over the clippings. Journals have a life far beyond the moment in which the writer presses pen to the page. Mama, I have a question. Balance is my word for this year. Kindergarten continues. It's going well. The daily notes in the lunchbox continue. He's noticing. Plus, he really likes my needle case, the velvet ribbon especially. He's got rich, sparkly, lush taste for sure. Well, my Moleskina is new no more. Another week has flitted by. The minutes slipping through my fingers, floating just out of reach, spent, drifting towards the ground before being caught by a tendril of wind and lifted until they float out of sight again. Threads of memory now. Episode 24, A Distracted Fish Doodle. And then, looking at it for just a minute more, I turned the page sideways and drew two more slightly almond-shaped circles into the larger space and half circles within that. A face. I drew in symbolic eyebrows and then added a few lines to mark off the shape of the upper eye area. A nose. I paused. Would a nose be on top of the eyes? No. Brought things full circle in some way. Things are soaking in, absorbing, being sponged up, being processed and filtered and assimilated and analyzed and questioned and sliced and diced and put back together into a composite picture of the way things work and what's possible and what matters, even when we don't realize it's happening. I finger the butcher paper brown cardboard back, my finger running along the perimeter, dropping off as the piece dips into a perfectly rounded keyhole before heading out again. This is an edge piece. He took the large shapes and, instead of filling them in with just one color, 
as I was doing, he filled them in with strips and stripes and boxes of color. And he said, Every time the curtain closed, it opened and it was a new place. What a wonderful thing to notice. A green envelope. Because that is his teacher's favorite color. Today's quote is from Vincent van Gogh, and it's a short one. Great things are done by a series of small things brought together. Zippers, treasure bags, definitely some sewing to do. While I sat listening to the water and wind, I noticed bits and pieces of people passing by below me, shards of color and movement and the intersections and groupings of people caught my attention. Episode 36, Little Squares of Paint. I jokingly asked him, how much do you love me? He glanced just to the side of me, and then he looked at me and said, bigger than grown-up scissors. You can turn it into a flower, I said. He looked skeptical. Or else, it's a dead fish. And that's what makes those early morning moments so special. The chance to explain something you don't even realize needs explaining. That was a glitter moment. I knit, pausing to look up as the shadow of some large bird, maybe a hawk, soaring overhead, darkened the patio. I made this. I taught last week at my son's preschool. The desire to start a new blank book, even when the one I'm already using isn't filled, is strong. Ruled, gritted, blank, it doesn't matter. Look, that's the eye and head and the nose. Episode 33, Finding Time. You made a great snowman, I said to him again. Made a ghost. It's always funny to me the way things pop up in clusters. You become freshly attuned to or interested in or focused on an idea or a color or a word. And then you see it everywhere. The seeing blue effect. This is Amy, and this is episode 37, Camera in Hand. I tried to just enjoy their creativity in that moment. And this is episode 12, At Water's Edge. It gets to be a bit of a multi-headed monster when you're like me and dabble in so many mediums. It's sometimes amazing to me how domino-like the creative journey can be. Are you a creative kid? Yes, I'm a creative kid. Peace to everyone. Beep, beep. Beep, beep. Beep, I am the art. The art is me. I'm going to throw in a little prompt today. I am curious. I'm curious, do you have a favorite show or was there a show ever that stood out for you? Or was there a moment or an image or a word or something that you would bring up as a favorite, as a jewel or a little glistening moment that made an impact on you? If you have something like that that comes to mind, I would love it if you would send it to me. If you are willing to let me read whatever you send me. I would appreciate that too. I might string together some of those, but I would be super curious to hear. Do you have a favorite? 
in all these years and all these shows? Did anything stand out? What do you remember? Do you remember the little wooden pencil with the little colored leads that go in it that I couldn't remember what it was and then finally I found it? What do you remember? What has made a difference, if anything, for you? I would love to know. And that is it for today. That is it for episode 447. On a different day, I might have written and recorded something very different to mark this day, but it is what it is. It is my moment of here. And I hold it out for you. I also hold it out for myself because here, I can look at that and think, that is me. And that is me through all these years. And I have given an awful lot of me and myself to creating this pile of creative thought, this moment of here. Again and again and again, I do it for myself. I do it for you. And I've been doing it for a long time. As always, I'm Amy, and you can reach me at creativitymatterspodcast at gmail.com. The show notes are on the creativitymatterspodcast.com website. I do encourage you to go look at the show notes. They contain links to lots of other things. They contain additional information, little tidbits. It is the blog portion of the CMP. So it's different than the CMP. It is not just a recap or a direct transcript of what I have said on the show. So I do hope that at some point you visit the show notes. The music I play is courtesy of Nikolai Heidlis. You can find me at Instagram as oamyoamy and as Creativity Matters Podcast. I do ask that you please consider checking out the YouTube channel, the oamyoamy Creativity Matters Podcast channel there. Thank you to those of you who have supported the show through these years at any point. Thank you to those of you who have used Kofi or the Amazon wishlist, or especially to those of you at Patreon, patreon.com slash creativity matters. Until next time, remember that creativity matters in whatever form it takes for you. And don't forget to breathe.